Hi, welcome to Dear Becca's Thoughts and thank you so much for joining me. It means a lot to me to know that there are people out there that take what I say seriously enough to listen to me and I just want to say thank you. Again, my name is Adiola, but you can call me Dear Becca. If you ever had any inquiries about me, just Google Dear Becca, I'm right there. And um, I really hope you have a great time with me today because something happened and I thought, I don't know whom it might be affecting out there or how many more people have the same situation going on with them. And I thought, let me share something about it. So sit back, relax, and bless your heart. welcome back okay so I'm going to start by saying that I'm not happy to record this particular episode it's for many reasons one of which is how quickly we forget our vows it's beginning to bother me so um, most of what I say on here is they're all they are all real life stories and it's either some of them come to me or just something I know happened to someone else personally so um, I don't know how to start because <sighs> okay this is the story there's someone I used to know from way back when I was much younger and he had so much respect for me he's, he's barely just like 5 years younger than me not much and they would call me mama like most of my younger friends do they call me mama for some reason and I feel flattered by it right so in his situation it happened that I knew he was in a relationship right and because he would post a lot about it about what happened you know the way sometimes you're venting online as to how your day is going how some people treated you we often do that sometimes and it's not like a deliberate thing that we do but it's just something that most people do because the, the people they need to listen to what's causing them pain and anger they don't really want to talk to them so they feel like okay the best way to address this is to put it on online and catch yourself over there you know but some years ago not long ago I'm thinking three years now or four years three years it was a relationship that fell out and it was posted a lot of subliminals online and I was thinking what's going on I messaged him he said my girlfriend treated me bad and this and that I'm done with relationship I'm over it and all of that stuff and I thought okay you're young maybe you need some time off you know for some strange reason I didn't I saw that he left social media meaning that he was he stopped posting on his status and I thought okay maybe he's just having some time off barely a year and a half later he came back online I was thinking oh nice you're probably over your um, breakup right now I didn't ask him because one thing I know how to do is mind my business 
So he posted a proposal video. He was proposing to a beautiful young lady. I was like, wait, 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 wait. So I messaged him, I said, congratulations. He said, thank you. I think I said something like, you guys made up. He's like, no, this is somebody else. And I thought, hmm, okay. That was quick that you get over someone that got you so mad. You had to, you know, throw subs online and, you know, time frame. You have healed from it, met someone else, fallen in love, and you're sure you want to marry this person. And you're asking him to marry you. For me, that's a lot that went on in a short period of time. It doesn't really necessarily mean that you, there's a timeline for you to heal and all of that stuff. However, time is still required. So I don't know how long it takes some people to heal. I know we all vary, but trust me, when it's too little, we know. But anyways, back to the main story. So he's married this beautiful, gorgeous young lady, and they're like, you know, perfect couple. However, he told me to patronize his wife for you know, the business she was doing, and she didn't come through with it, so I got upset, and I told him, I said, look, I'm not going to recommend your wife for any business, because the way she handled mine, I didn't really like it. And it was like, oh, she's going through a lot. She's sick. And I'm, I said, look, let me tell you something. One of the worst things that could happen to people, especially women, is depression. And as I'm speaking with you, I am going through postpartum depression. And it might, I might play around it, but it is, you know, severe. So he was like, oh, so if you know about depression, you would know what she's going through. Like, okay, she's also going through depression. And my depression is postpartum, okay? It's not severe like people, like many people that needs to be held down in the hospital or anything. But what I'm trying to say is that he mentioned to me casually that she was going through, um, through depression, right? And she'll go days without talking to anybody, you know? <sighs> I felt bad for him and I told him, I said, look, we all have stuff we're going through, okay? It does not excuse the way she's handled my business. But if you say she's sick, she's sick, it's okay. I'm not going to ask for a refund. I wish I was the very best. This was just three, to, three weeks to a month ago, right? Then I posted a picture of me, I think, playing around today. And then he commented on the picture messaged me he said how did you get out of depression um, initially I typed I am not out of it yet I'm almost out of it but I'm working every day towards getting out of it but I said I erased the message I just thought you know what let me just say something positive I said well I try to stay around positive people, people that love me. I watch a lot of movies. I listen to a lot of good music. I, you know, go shopping, whatever. I just do good things that make me happy. So he said to me, let me read the message precisely the way he sent it to me. And I'm going to tell you the part that bothered me. So this was what he said. He said, today's her birthday and she won't even 
turn our phone on. I didn't bargain for this. <laughs> the part I didn't bargain for this bothered the heck out of me. It bothered me because when you say you didn't bargain for this, what did you think for better for worse meant? When you said for better for worse at the altar, what did you think it meant? Did you think they were talking about headache? Did you think they were talking about malaria or just a fever? No. When you swore to for better for worse, till death do you part. It means that you are going to be with this person, come rain, come shine. So what in God's name do you mean by them bargaining for this? Hello, sir. You might not have bargained for it, it as a negotiation, but you signed up for it as soon as you decided to get married. That was what I wanted to say. But that's not what I said. Instead, I just asked, is she pregnant? And he said, she might be. He's not sure because the test result they did was inconclusive. So I said to him, take her to the hospital, get a conclusive test result, you know, just do something. Then he asked me, does, preg- does being pregnant make one depressed? And I said, well, not really. I typically avoid those topics because it's made for professionals. I'm not a professional when it comes to mental health. So that's why I kind of shied away from it. And I told him, if she's pregnant, it might be messing with her hormones and stuff like that. And then he said, this has been going on for a while. And then I asked him, what caused it? He has not replied me yet. But in my podcast today, what I want to address is I didn't bargain for this. You said you love this person. What is love? According to 1 Corinthians 13, 4 to 7, it's a common passage amongst Christians. Love is kind. Love is patient. Love does not envy. Love does not brag. Love is not proud. Love does not dishonor others. Love does not seek its own way. Love is not easily angered. Love takes no account of evil. Love doesn't rejoice in unrighteousness. Love rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things. Love believes all things. Love hopes all things. Above all, love endures all things so mister how do you tell me you love your wife but you're telling me you did not bargain for this you bargained for it you signed up for it you swore an oath to fulfill this promise so what are you talking about My spirit was stirred. And I shook my head. I said, 
I wouldn't say you're too young to get married, but I think you're too young to understand what marriage is. This is my problem with people, right? When we get married, we don't do our homework. We often look at the benefit of marriage. Well, we look good together. We are going to do these things together. Take nice pictures, videos, go on, you know, vacations, laugh. You know the way Disney would present love to you and any other romantic movie. You know the way they'll present love to you. It has kind of created like a mirage of what the truth really is. When it comes to love in a marriage, the three words, I love you, is not in the words. It is in the actions. And if he can tell me, I don't live with them, if he can tell me I didn't bargain for this, I cannot imagine what's going on in his mind like, I'm tired, I'm exhausted, I feel helpless. I am sympathetic for you, but this is the time where you got to go to work. Research as much as you can for depression. Call in professionals if you need, and specialists if you need to. But I, I don't know if you're already doing all of that. But you don't tell someone I didn't bargain for this. If anything, ask me, what can you do to help me? Who do you know that might be familiar with this? I have postpartum depression. It's different from many other kinds of depression. But depression symptoms and signs they're not that different from each other the depth they vary but the way people see them outside the the signs we show are just really similar so here's my thing did he forget his vows or did he not mean his vows? You don't have to write vows and be like, oh yeah, I had the best vow ever. It was so romantic. I cried. No. You need to write vows. You can actually, you know your limit. You know your strength. You know what you can tolerate. I feel like when you write your vows, you should be honest with it and know your limit and put your limit on there. Like this is the contract I'm signing. So that when you don't sign up for sickness and and situations, you can refer back to your contract and say, hey, I didn't sign up for this. But specifically, you said, in sickness and in health. So now this is a sickness. You bargain for it. And if you look at the way love is explained and defined in Corinthians, you will see that it's not much about only definitions. There are actually rules for you to understand what love should not be doing. There are laws, there are instructions. It's not just, oh, love defined. No, it's not just love defined. It is, this is how you operate love. This is how love should be. If it's truly love, these are the guardrails for you to follow that will direct you with your, in your actions. And we seem to forget that when it comes to marriage, we have a lot of benefits, compromises, and sacrifices. However, the sacrifices and the compromises will outweigh the benefits. It's just how marriage is. That's why it says right there, when you get to marry, in sickness and in health, for richer, 
for poor till death do us part. We cannot be taking these words lightly because if you do not understand what your commitments are, you will not understand what roles are required of you to play and you will mess it up. And when you mess it up, not only will the divorce rate go up, you have just created someone else like another unhappy spouse. So it's either the man is unhappy or the woman is unhappy. But whatever, you just add it to the list of the unhappy people we have on earth. Before you can say, I want to marry this person, you should need you need to see them beyond their physical looks, their their, their, their beauty, the way they, you know, they have they have good drive for business, they have money. They, you should look beyond all of that. In fact, look as deep as when this person's skin begins to deteriorate, will I still love them? When they end up in a wheelchair, will I still love them? When they cannot do anything on their own and I have to feed them, bathe them, carry them, dress them up, and they cannot talk, they cannot see, will I still love them? Those are the things we need to focus on before we go ahead and say, oh, I want to marry somebody, will you marry me? Both of you need to agree that when the situation gets so bad, that both of you are still going to be there for each other. If you cannot categorically say that, yes, I will be there for this person, do not marry them. Now you've married someone's daughter. She has depression going on and you're saying you're not bagging for this. Instead of you to be looking for solutions, you're saying you're not bagging for this. What did you think you're going to want a marriage like a relationship? In a relationship, yes, you have an option to do and not do it. There is no contract. There is no oath. There are no witnesses. You can decide, ah, you're getting too sick for me. Sorry, I'm not used to that. Let me just, you know, find someone a little bit more mentally stable, mentally available, someone that is, you know, medically strong. You can do that. Even though back then when we were younger, my mom would tell me, oh, in those days they used to do like, test before you can marry from a family they want to know the diseases in that family whether you know any medical condition going on this was like in the 80s i don't think we do that anymore we just look at oh picture perfect oh opens it up for me oh she looks so pretty oh i like her body oh i like her natural hair her skin glows boom want to marry them there are very very few couples out there today that keep to their promises that is the reason why long marriages are being celebrated these days why are we celebrating the norm shouldn't that be the goal in the first place oh my gosh you're together 40 years yeah they promised to be together till death do them part what are you talking about yes they're supposed to be together that's why i don't go online and be like oh that's so sweet you guys are strong couple did you miss the purpose of marriage you're supposed to be a strong couple in the first place you're supposed to be fearless you're supposed to complement each other support each other complete each other what are you talking about we're not saying you should not be happy for your 
marriage and stuff and celebrate you know many many good years and you know rough years we're not I'm, I'm not saying that what i'm saying is why should we be surprised that she came through with the promises that you made with this particular woman in our absence why should we be surprised why should we applaud you for doing your job young couples these days tend to run marriage like a relationship that's the reason why they're quick to get in it and quicker to get out of it oh man you lost the leg oh sorry i can't be with you oh man you got in a fire accident and then your skin's all run out i can't be with you oh now you have cancer oh sorry i can't be with you i can't take care of you i don't have the strength to go through with it why did you do it this is why i'm sad I am sad to record this podcast to remind people that a marriage is not a relationship. Respect your marriage or do not. If you know you cannot respect your marriage, do not go into it. If you are in it, write your vows down, print it out, put it on your wall, make it a reminder on your phone. Put it near your door, in your bedroom, whatever you want to do. Remind yourself these were the words you spoke to this man. These were the words you spoke to this woman. Not, oh, my wife had a baby and her body fell out. There are many men that if they were to go through pregnancy, they would not even survive it. Yet, there are many women that have multiple babies. So what I'm trying to say is that ask yourself, don't do, oh, I want a romantic proposal. In fact, if the man has refused to sit down and have a talk with himself and be like, um, I might mind her for the right reasons. You ask yourself the right questions and be like, will this man be there for me when I'm on a wheelchair? I was involved in a traffic accident about 20 years ago. Yeah, 19 to 20 years ago. The doctor told me, you're going to be um, using a wheelchair for the rest of your life. And I told him point blank. I said, not going to happen. Not a chance. Well, let's say that that's how I'd ended up. And maybe prior to marriage, I didn't have that accident. During marriage, I had that accident. And I have this man that has to lift me every second. It's going to affect his work schedule. It's going to affect the, the, his ability to hang out with his body. His life, in fact, both our lives will change. Do I think the man I'm about to marry will come through for me? If your man is only complimenting your physical looks and has forgotten that there's, you know, other benefits to you. Like, oh, baby, you look hot today. You look beautiful. Okay, yeah. Um, what about the days I wasn't dressed up? Did I look beautiful in your eyes? There are certain men that will tell a woman that, uh, I'm used to you when we could go put your wig on. Like every single day of the woman's life, she has to wear makeup for her to look picture ready for her spouse all the time. Or the man has to have the six pack. God forbid anything happens and he lose two packs. The woman is beginning to think, Babe, you're fat. You're getting weight. 
why are we getting married what are you trying to do with it if you're not trying to focus on the fact that I might be compromising and sacrificing more than I'm going to be getting benefit then don't do it why are we why are we putting ourselves in situations where we we expect people to commit to us but we cannot commit the same to them why I am sad and angry at the same time. I'm not saying this particular couple are too young to get married, even though they are incredibly young. But I think they are too young to understand their commitment. Your wife is sick. She has mental... She's in mental distress. And you're telling me you didn't bargain for it. Am I supposed to marry her for you? Am I supposed to take care of her for you? What do you mean by I didn't bargain for it? I understand that you're sad. It, it took you by surprise. You are you are not ready for a challenge like this because it happened too soon in your marriage. I understand. But you don't sit down and just put yourself up in a ball and cry about it and get mad about it. You go out and look for solutions. In fact, the your goal should be my wife getting back to how she used to be that should give you the strength you need to do more to go out and research more and ask for help it's not the time for you to start him begging for this for him to have said it i wonder what's going on in his head i wonder put yourself in your partner's shoes imagine if You were the one having mental health issues. And she said, oh man, I can't deal with this. You would judge her. You would judge her. That, oh, oh, we, we agreed for better for worse, but she left me. But look at the side, look at the flip side now. It happened to her and you are the one saying you didn't bargain for this. Why? Because suddenly your, your fun life is interrupted. You cannot hang out your bodies the way you want. You cannot do this, you cannot do that because you have a wife that has me- she's in mental distress and you don't know how to help her. <sighs> Man proposes, God disposes. If you're going to get married, get married for the right reasons. Love unexpressed is worthless. And how do you express love? You express love in a way that your partner understands that you are expressing love. Do not express love in a way that you feel is best for it to be expressed. No. Make sure that your partner understands it. I was just like chilling and then my baby friend told me, she said, oh mama, this guy I I heard he just got married not too long ago and had a baby few months ago and he was hitting on me he wanted to hang out with me a young dude he didn't look married but he's married has a baby and he was already out there looking for another girl i'm sure probably because of the baby his wife is not sexually available or she just doesn't look as pre-baby or for whatever reason he feels like boom it's time to go out and go get someone else why that's the reason why when people tell me I don't want to get married, I don't blame them. Because their lives are just, in fact, much more better when they are by themselves. 
that when they involve people to and bring them into their lives and they have to do with all of this acceptance issue like this is me take me as i am they just can't do that if it's beyond you like it's a mental health issue there was nothing she could do to control it she's in pain she's in a world that only her understands but you're thinking man this is messing up my schedule i didn't bargain for this what did you bargain for have any spouse and you're not sure of how they're going to treat you in sickness don't marry them forget the fact that you guys look good on paper forget the fact that they're rich in marriage money will help you survive but money will not keep your marriage alive because at some point you get tired of having money you will need more than money to be happy I don't know what caused her depression. I don't really get involved with people's relationship issues unless they personally involve me and say, hey, help me. Not unless they do that, I'm in my business. I'm sad, I'm angry, I'm disappointed. I wish this guy will find a way forward and may God grant him the strength he needs. But this is not the time for him to realize it and bargain for it. He needs to go back to his vows. He needs to remember the reason why he married her. If she was beautiful, well, she's going to be beautiful again. Wait for that time to come back, but not to give up and say, I didn't bargain for this. It's sad. It's upsetting. I wish I could do more to help the young lady. Because if this goes on for too long, the guy is going to go. He's a good looking young man. When I say good looking, he is good looking. And when men, young men that do not, that are not experienced with solving life's issues like this, they give up. They just give up. It takes the grace of God and maybe their parents and positive people around them to help see them through it. But if they don't have the support system that they need to handle this blow that just hits them, they are going to go, they're going to find another woman and the poor lady will be there even now more depressed that she has lost her partner please when you make vows commit to it if you cannot commit to it do not make the vows leave still married i'd respect you that way i wish them all the very best and i wish the lady speedy recovery we are all fighting one battle or the other and i pray that god reaches out to everyone out there going through mental health issues and grant us all perfect health again until next time thank you for listening my name is dear becca and if you have any tips for those lady going through depression please do not hesitate to contact me i appreciate your time and your consistency have a great day